Coming to you from the weirdest city in the world, Austin, Texas. This is the Sports Buzz. With your host, Spencer Spillman. God damn it, man. I swear you guys whip on me 13 or 14 more times. I'm out of here. And his co-host, Zach Chandonet. What? Did we just become best friends? Yep. And of course, the extremely unqualified producer, Ballot. I have no idea what I'm doing, but I know I'm doing it really, really well. Time to sit back, crack open a cold one, and enjoy the ride. Here's your host. Oh, I almost forgot. Our favorite expert, Chad Goodall. Oh, you're right. And when you're right, you're right. And you, you're always right. Let's get this thing started. Cheers. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Spillman. We got a full house again. Coach Bean sitting across from me. All right. And Chad's back. What's up? And we got ballot pressing buttons. Howdy, fellas. We, uh, happy to be back. Thanks for having us at your house. Thanks for hosting us. It's a pleasure to host the podcast. Here in uh, Austin, Texas. Today is Tuesday, September 19th. As always, the show is sponsored by the beautiful, delicious, strange land brewery. A beer for any occasion. A beer for all occasions. A beer for every occasion. It's nice to be back. Thanks for uh, thanks to Strangeland. Um, we wouldn't be going without him. We wouldn't be able to make it through the show. Um, I wouldn't do the show without him. To be completely if honest. you're uh, if you're listening, <laughs> you're listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, a buddy of mine who has a Android phone actually said he listens to it on a different app. So I need to figure out what that app is. Um, yeah, I didn't know. I didn't tell you guys about that, but we're on another app too, and I have complete control over that for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm sure you do. Um, somehow it ends up on that app. Uh, regardless, um, people just listen too much. Yeah, Apple. <laughs> Please keep subscribing and following. Shit. Keep listening to us. Give us some reviews. Um, this is the pro show, so we'll be talking a lot of pro football. It was a Welcome. tough week. I was only left it. Oh, you're looking different from me. No oh, way, dude. I saw it. You transitioned for sure. Ballad's been buffaloed. It's uh, it's early in the show. I'll go ahead and get through the lead up, but you go ahead and finish that. Um. Make small adjustment. <laughs> uh, like I said before, Ballad rudely interrupted us by drinking his beer in the wrong hand. Uh, we'll be talking a lot of pro football. It's a tough weekend for us Cowboys fans. Um, I'll be the first to say it. We'll definitely get into that. We'll talk uh, a little bit of recap from the boxing match. I didn't watch it. Uh, I got plenty of uh, inside information from a big boxing fan. My roommate actually had it recorded uh, so I can go back and watch it if I want. Um, but I won't. I won't, because he, I don't care. He could have done his research for the show, but you know he didn't. He did. But he I don't did. care about oh. boxing. Oh, Why would I do research for a five-minute segment? Because it's in the show. Um, <laughs> as I mentioned, <laughs> Strangeland Brewery, uh, our number one sponsor. They have their Oktoberfest party come out this weekend Woo! for the Oktoberfest release, September twenty-third. What time is that, Ballad? It is at nighttime. Like five to ten. Or probably something? get there around five. You'll probably be good there. 5 to 10 out there. And then uh, our other sponsors, Mountain Breeze Campground. Jake Worthington is Saturday as well. Um, I will be out there. Chad, are you going to be out there? I will be out there. Okay, perfect. 
I, I got College Station, I guess, <laughs> on Friday, um, and then out to the out to the good, good old breezy after that. Word, Woo. word. Um, yeah, go out to uh, Strangeland if you're in the Austin area. Get some good German food, music, and beer. And uh, if you're down in the New Braunfels area, go check out Mountain Breeze. We'll be out there partying, drinking, watching some good Texas country music. Jake Worthington, number one on the Texas country charts right now. Um, We are on Twitter at SportsBuzzTX. Follow Strangeland at StrangelandBrew. This is the end of the summer, so not much going on at Mountain Breeze, but you can keep up with everything going into the summer season next year. www.mountainbreezecamp.com We'll go ahead and get into our show business here. Um, week three of the NFL Sorry. is here, and Chad's back in the studio. I am back in the studio. Sorry, fellas, for leaving you guys hanging last week. We made uh, it. Some unfortunate circumstances came up, and right. uh, I, I had to take care of some things. So yeah, There's nothing unfortunate about dinner. That is true. So he had a dinner it, meeting. It was good. Hope it was a dinner meeting, maybe getting a, a pro football guest, uh, former pro football guest on our show. So that is coming up. Okay. Uh, I've already made some calls, got some things lined up. So we will make sure that, uh, you know, he might even be in studio. Hey, we, we got to get him in studio. We don't know. So uh, lots of good things coming there. We'll need um, more chairs. We will definitely stools, have a stools, good stools. setup moving forward. He can sit that. on the chair because he's a lot taller than all of us. How dare you? Yes. He's our guest. He's, he's a, a guest. This is a comfy seat. My butt feels nice on these pillows. Um... The pillows are complaining a lot about it. It's true. <laughs> well, um, we lost a lot of steam. So Chad's back, but Ballad, you're you, you're gonna be out next week. What what the hell is this? We'll be out next week, going to the Big D, City of Dreams, City of Champions. I'll be in Dallas for a work conference, taking this shit on the road. So yeah, I will. I won't be here. So shit, I just thought you were going to Detroit. No, nah, no. It's like better be packing, man. Better There's be no packing. business to be done in Detroit. I'm going to Dallas, going to a conference. <laughs> so. Um, guys, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna put some responsibility on you three Stooges, trying to figure out how to get an episode up. I think uh, may, maybe a live show on Tuesday. Do you think you can pull that off? I'm gonna try because they uh, they're not available on Wednesdays. We found out, um, so I'm gonna try and get them on Tuesday. Maybe we can uh, make something happen with Hayes County Radio. Do it down at Nate's in Buda. Nice. So uh, stay tuned. We'll keep you guys updated on everything on our social medias. We could have a special guest for that show. Who knows? That'd be cool. Cool. It'd be really cool. Um, not the not that other special guest though, because I want to be there for that. Okay. okay. Fair enough. <laughs> um, but you know, I, I'm still I'm still waiting on my my special gift. Waiting yeah. For somebody to pay off a bet. Hey, hey, you knew the rules. You knew the stipulations. I did. I did. Um, you know, so valid uh, followed his part. Valid. He definitely got he got he got there. A week early. A week early, and so I told you I'd have it to you by the start of the NBA season. So I might be a week early on that. Okay. Might be a couple weeks early. Ooh. Who knows? I'm kind of oh. debating on which jersey to get you at this point. Maybe the new alternative jersey, or you mm. know, a different jersey. So, I like the new alternative jersey. It's kind of lame. The Ooh, town. what you should do? You should get him a Kevin Durant jersey with that other Twitter handles on the background as a name. Ooh. His alternate Twitter handle. No, no, That's no. good. It's got to say Durant. It's got to say Durant. It does. It it kind of says Durant just in a different way. No, no, no. It's got to say Durant. It's got to be a K- real Durant K- jersey. K trait. KJ five, KJ five, not not gonna happen. Right. It says Durant in Twitter language, so that's true. We can hashtag hashtag that. We're gonna we're gonna have some arguments if that's the case. Um, yeah, who knows? But he will be getting a Durant jersey. <laughs> it will be it will be Durant on the back. We will have thirty five on it. So it's gonna be authentic. It. It's gonna be authentic, right? Yeah, it'll be an authentic 
Durant. What does that even mean? I don't want some like fake ass shitty bot from the I like how side he has of the street. All these stipulations after a bet has already right. been made. There's I know, no right? Yeah, I'm gonna it, write this shit down. I would have bought him a real ass LeBron jersey if it happened. I gotta, I gotta make sure that I get it customized just for Spencer, because he does. Do they wear... make extra smalls at the well, NBA store? No, no, no. It's it's a kids adult or it's a kids large kids or a kids large. extra large. I, I have uh, one of those. It still fits. See, so that's what I gotta go with. So I might have to get a special made. Who knows? I have a kids XL and a and a adult small. Already, so either one of those sizes would fit. I'm surprised those no. tiny Chinese hands can make things so small that small. <laughs> All right, um, make Chad's hats. Yeah, <laughs> we got to move on. Yeah. We got to get through. I got to shop it. I got to shop at the Gap for those kids. Gap. Um, so it's coming. That's what you're saying. Yeah, so okay. I'm saying it'll be here. Okay. Um, Mal, we got a new rule. We got to talk about. We got a new rule, and this rule was inspired by some weekend activities. I was with some. Some of my buddies, some some of my guy friends outside of this group, and everyone was talking about their fantasy teams and their leagues and what's going on, and it made me realize that that shit is boring to listen to if you're not in that league or it's not your team. So I get it. We're going to talk fantasy in this podcast. It's something we all really enjoy, but we have to limit our own personal fantasy talk to our our time that's set aside for fantasy talk so if i catch anybody including myself talking about your team your league outside of that time you're gonna get the and you're gonna have to drink and i won't i won't take no for an answer so be mindful you're gonna make a motion i'm gonna gonna make a motion oh yeah i guess you just gotta vote out uh we got a motion for a vote on the new rule i just proposed Try to go full dictator on that. I move that we vote. Do we All vote? in favor? All in favor. Aye. Nay. Nay. Aye. Spencer's team sucks at fantasy. He's already given up on week two. It's absolute garbage. This guy is terrible at fantasy. My team is gonna roll all over him this year. Okay, can we re-vote though? Yeah, let's reopen the floor up for a good uh, <laughs> Come for a on! Alright, I I fucking the, the nay. motion passes. The motion passes. It's ridiculous. I get shredded and then we re-vote? Well, actually, we just made a rule, so you're going to drink for that. Um, but yeah, so we have a new rule. That's perfect. No, I mean, I'm saying I got shredded by Chad. No, I don't really forget it. <laughs> like cheddar cheese, bro. Cheddar, cheddar, cheddar. Tell them about the DraftKings. Yes, uh, the winner of our weekly DraftKings contest <laughs> was some guy named FatFingers82. I only, I can only assume it's a guy. Way to go, FatFingers. Um... 82 of them. I have no idea who this person is. If you are fat fingers, let us know your fat fingers. Show mm-hmm. us your fat fingers. Yeah. Reach reach out to us on our social medias. You do. Because you got to call in and tell us how in? bad we are. And not to brag, but between the show, I took first place. So you guys suck. Who finished guys, last on the show? Guys, since I wasn't here. <laughs> who finished last on the show? Who? Uh, I don't know. Who, uh, tell us too, Spencer. Pretty sure I was coach. Oh, coach. Mm, what do you have to say for yourself? You got a lot of things in the works right now. Yeah, like not winning our weekly DraftKings. Actually, not even did you up not the, being last. Did you up the, the league? Did you up it to 30 this week? I did not. Um, I just I did, kept it at 20. Let's see if we can get 20 listeners in. That way we've got a... Uh, it's hard to do when it's a public league. I know. People got to get in fast. So, so if you're get listening, in get in early. Guys, so for someone who doesn't listen to the podcast, but who's on the podcast, who won week one? Uh, Hi. It's not okay, I regret, I regret asking that question. Yeah, no, so let's yeah. move on. Move on. <laughs> you should probably listen every week. You should listen. 
I already knew. I wanted to throw it in there. Oh, okay. Come on. Yeah, so Come on. check that out. Um, Come well, on. Let's go. You got one more thing, right? We got one more thing we got to do. And if you watched any football this weekend, you definitely saw this commercial. It was a Corona commercial featuring John Gruden, which was absolutely hilarious. Uh, John Gruden is a funny guy. Somehow you guys I missed already it. know this. You, you really didn't see. I was watching it. Red Zone. So I wasn't terrible, terrible mistake. Part of, part of the the commercial was at the end. It asked for callers, anyone to call into the John Gruden hotline. The number is one eight five five nine Gruden. I thought it'd be a fun idea to call in. I have no idea what this number leads to. But I thought as a podcast, we would just call and see what happens. Uh, Coach, you got that dialed up? Uh, we're dialed up. Let's see what happens. Let's oh see if God. we can actually get some cell service in here. See what like, happens. I feel like this is when I called Mike Jones. Hey, this is Coach John Gruden, and you've reached the Gruden hotline. Just enter your birthday with a two-digit month, two-digit day, and four-digit year, and let's get started. Okay, some verification. I think I guess make sure we're 21. Oh, yeah. We gotta do the nickname. For sweepstakes details, press 9. We want a nickname for sure. Great game days start with great nicknames. How about I give you an official Gruden game time nickname? Just gotta ask you a few questions first. Go ahead and say your answer aloud. To go back to the main menu, just hit star at any time. Corona cooler or mini fridge? Mini fridge. Okay, and back of a pickup truck. A pickup truck. Burgers or brats to fire up on the grill? Brats. Brats. I got it. I'm going to call you Fancy Pants McGee. Want me to text it to you? Press 7 to confirm your decision. All right. I think we've had enough. And that was enough. <laughs> so it's real. It is real. It's a real number. Um, I feel bad kind of giving a plug to Corona when we have delicious Strangeland Brewery. That's true. And Corona's not, but, very, but, good. But no not one, very good. But no one picked it. So. It's true. I mean. Uh. Hey, John Gruden, thanks for that. Yeah. That was totally that was worth pretty the good. time wasted on it. Uh, let's get into our not football talk. What not football talk, Coach? What do we got? Well, I'll tell you what. We'll talk a little baseball real quick. The Astros are our Texas local. Not yours, Ballad, but uh, the Houston Astros have clinched the division. Astros, uh, baby. Ballad's Rangers are in the pooper, to be completely honest. Yeah, they're not going to make, the, make the playoffs. Rebuilding. Rebuilding year, Ballad says. Uh, so the Astros have clinched. The Indians are they still on the hot streak? They yeah. are. They still have not lost. They still. Oh. They did lose. Nope. They're still fifteen, bro. The Indians. Uh, they were above fifteen. Last they had twenty-two 20. and they lost. They, they haven't lost yet. Yeah, they did. To who? Um, last week in nine innings, they got beat. All right. Twenty-two games was the final win streak total. So amazing though, absolutely amazing. They got first place in the AL, and they probably will finish there. Two weeks left in the regular season. Which it's fine. amazing. Red Sox are a playoff team. Worried yes, they about, are. Worried about it. Yankees are just trying to make a uh, wild card. A wild card, yeah. They might be. It's a struggle bus. They might be. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But that's all for baseball. Yep. Spencer? Let's go on to another sport that we don't yeah. care about. Yeah, so this is actually a really cool story. Um, so, out at the FedEx Cup, the 
they got five, four tournaments that they play uh, over a couple of weeks. Winner of it all, the FedEx Cup wins $11 million. So it's a big deal. Well, Wesley Bryan, who was made famous by some trick shots with his brother, the Bryan Bros, um, made it on tour, got his card, and he was not playing well throughout the week. There's no cut out at the BMW Championship. So he's playing on Sunday. He's the first guy out. Because of one guy uh, having to drop out in the first round, he was playing by himself on Sunday morning. And loser. <laughs> well, he won. Loser. He won this one. Um, Leslie Bryan went out and said, I want to get home as soon as possible so I can be with my hot ass girlfriend and just relax because I'm done playing golf. And I don't think he made it on to the, uh, to the tour championship this week. So him and his caddy were speed golfing. There's a video of him throwing a golf club and a divot to his caddy while his caddy throws his putter to him and he takes off running for the green. It was hilarious. So he's hitting he's hitting putts and just running after them, tapping them in. He went and played the front nine in nine pars. He goes out and shoots two under on the back nine, birding 18. So he finishes shooting 69. Nice. Yeah, nice. And he finishes at two under par, and he finished in just under an hour and a half. An hour and 29 minutes, he and his caddy, as soon as the putt went in, just fell to the ground. They were exhausted. They'd been running the entire golf course, and they didn't even have a camera set up for NBC to film that because they didn't think anybody would be there at that time. So literally the only <clears throat> footage there is is of him on one side of the green. He puts it, and he goes out of screen, and then all you get is just fan videos from their cell phone. So Wesley Bryan played in record time. If you could ever finish a round of golf in 89 minutes, you're moving, whether you're in a cart or especially on foot. Well, I'll say this. Yeah, it sounds like Wesley Bryan's way out of shape. I've played a lot of golf rounds, and I've never passed out from being tired. I've passed out a lot from being completely inebriated way beyond that I should. Well, but... when you drink for six hours straight on the golf, on a round of golf. And, you know, if I tried to drink that much in 89 minutes, perhaps, but... <laughs> You know, it sounds like this guy needs to hit the treadmill. I'm just curious. What's your record against Spencer, though? Oh, I've never lost Spencer in golf. Oh, okay. okay. Undefeated, you, you could say. Undefeated? Oh, no. All right. Not on a golf course, but, you know. Chad. Yeah, let's get some get NBA. NBA talk. Love me some NBA talk. And uh, someone who is supposed to get a jersey of this person, I really want to know how they feel about this because I think it's absolutely hilarious. NBA, Kevin Durant has a fake Twitter account, and he was exposed. Mm -hmm. Guys, he was absolutely exposed. He was, dude, it was absolutely great. He went on a rant and replied to a kid um, that said, imagine, he he literally said, the, the, this person asked Kevin Durant, really, what was the reasoning for leaving Oklahoma City? And Kevin Durant pretty much said, you take Russ off the team, they were bad. Billy Donovan hated playing for him. It was phenomenal rant, and he did it in third. He didn't do it in what did he do in third person? He didn't log into the right account. He was yeah, still he logged in into his, the wrong account. His real and this verified came over the, account. The verified account and was exposed. Came out and apologized, yep. but still said he would interact with the fans on a fake account. So love it, absolutely love it. It's childish. It's hilarious. It sums up why Kevin Durant is still a kid and will never be the best NBA player in my mind. Just for the fact that 
Who does this? I will Who say, does this? I will say it's funny, and he's come out and said he's like, you know, he did say it was childish, but the only reason he came out and said all that was because he got caught. He got caught in the act, and um, do you really think? Do you really think though that a lot of the superstar athletes give a shit about what other people say? Because Kevin Durant clearly does, and he just showed it yeah, by this fake I, account. I wonder. I wonder. He cares a lot. I want to know how many. Absolutely cares. I want to know how many professional athletes do have burner accounts like this. I don't. It's a good question. I don't think it's a small number, but I guess we'll never know until they all screw up. Well, I guarantee you that a lot of these athletes have two accounts: one for like friends and family. Yeah. And then the second one is their like actual, you know, account. Right. Right. But nothing like this. This is yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it's it's not a good look, but you really think he cares at this point? I mean, he's already had enough turmoil. He's a cupcake, and he's a traitor, and this and that. This is just another bead of water dripping off his back. Honestly, though, I really love this because you're actually getting the true sense of why he left. This is really why he left, and he's yeah. really explaining it. So... A lot of people being politically correct in how they talk being athletes is bullshit. Just say how you feel. Just just tell us how you yeah. feel because that way, you know, people can either get behind you or won't get behind you. Agreed. At least you come out and say exactly how you feel. I'll say this. These kind of things, if you don't graduate early and you get a degree from college, you learn how to avoid. These are the senior level classes. <laughs> oh, that's what they taught you at Texas State? I've never been exposed for fake tweeting. Not that I have, or that I have to admit it right now, because I haven't been caught yet, but I've never been exposed, and I have a college degree. <laughs> Kevin Durant does not. Case closed. I think he's still working towards his degree. He goes back in the summer, every summer. Um, doesn't have it, though. Doesn't have I, it, though. I don't know if he does or not. I haven't kept up with his schooling. Let's get into the, the, the meaty. The meat. Let's get into the meat. We got um, our roster rage and roster bait segment. Coach, Your team sucks, Spencer. You are the worst in fantasy football. Okay. Uh, Sixty-four point margin of victory. Okay. Me over you. Stood over you like you were a peasant, groveling at my feet, needing antibacterial wipes. Loser. For that shit on your face because you got crushed. Okay, you done. Chad, do you want to tell us who you like? No, no, no. I want to see who Ballad wants to first. Okay. Ballad, who are you roster baiting over? So the first group I'm going to roster bait to, and it is, I couldn't decide, so... You just picked the whole team? I had to... There was a lot of guys I was roster baiting to, and they all were on the Reef, uh, Ravens defense. Four interceptions, a fumble recovery, and only 10 points allowed. Netted me 15 points this weekend. For a defense, pretty fucking good. So, yeah, I was roster baiting to uh, the the Ravens defense all weekend. Uh, who did I roster rage against, though? I'll tell you who. Fucking DeMarco Murray. I don't know why I drafted this guy. He's a Sooner. He left the Cowboys to go to the Eagles. And it, it's, you know what? It, it's probably just bad karma on my side. But when you put up 25 yards... For 2.8 points, that's roster rage all over the place. Fuck you, DeMarco Murray. <laughs> yeah, and his backup, Derrick Henry, put up a lot of points for me. That's the other thing that pisses me bench. off, is that the backup just goes off. Destroyed. So it's, it's not a team thing. Hold on. It's a Murray thing. Last year, he went off for a lot of points as a backup, though. 
A lot. So I snagged him it's just It's kind of like case. the Tevin Coleman, but of the Titans. If I were to I give you advice, I'd say try and get some trade value for him now because he's going to get hurt. Uh, no one wants him. Uh, I've been, trust me, I'm shopping DeMarco Murray um, like it's on sale, and no one wants any of that shit. It's on clearance. Yeah. <laughs> I'm at the I'm at the San Marcos outlets trying to give it away two for one. Just give me two Cole Beasley. Just give me Cole Beasley, two please. Four. Spencer, who are you roster baiting to? I'm roster baiting to a guy who you tried to steal from me last week, Kareem Hunt. Mm, successfully stole from me. Yeah, he's uh he's con- consistently done it. Finished with another two touchdowns this week. Um, he leads the NFL in rushing yards. <laughs> so I love Kareem Hunt. His celebration was fantastic. We'll make we'll maybe get into some celebration talk here in a little bit. Kareem Hunt is my go-to guy right now. Mm-hmm. I will uh, I will go to the end of the earth for Kareem Hunt. Nice to you. Okay. But I'm really roster raging over Greg Olson. Mm. He broke his foot. He's on the IR now. Thought he was going to be the stud tight end that I've had in years past. He's let me down week one. He didn't do shit because Carolina sucks, first of all. And now he's done. So they still not scored a touchdown? I don't know. I don't know if they have or not. They scored nine points this week. Good for them. Good for them. Coach. I don't care what you have to say. Chad, who are you roster roster baiting for? I'm totally roster baiting for Derek Carr. Mm. The man is putting up mad points. He looks so good. It's incredible. I love it. Oh, he put put up 27 points for me in one of my leagues this week. I absolutely love it. He's looking almost like he's ready for the playoffs already. Oh, he's coming back with a vengeance after that broken leg. Uh, I absolutely love it. I'm totally, guys, roster raging on Jimmy fucking Graham. Oh, he's mm. the worst. Oh, my gosh. He put up zero points for me this week. He put up zero points for me last week. It's absolutely absurd that a guy of this caliber is playing this bad. And I'm not going to attribute it all towards Jimmy Graham. I'm going to attribute it towards Russell Wilson and that fucking offense. Their offense is absolutely bad. terrible. Every yeah. time I... It is so bad, and I honestly want to give it all... To that new stupid Seahawks logo that they came out with. I think that's the culprit. They need to get rid of it. The twelfth man's dead. I uh, I'm over the Seahawks. I did see every time I watched that, saw clips of that game. I just saw Jimmy Graham getting his ass lit up, and he looked like he was hurt every single play. He was on the ground getting up so slow. He's only got half a soul, dude. Yeah, that's true. So I'm gonna roster rage with you guys on tight ends because Austin Hooper, after coming out and getting 21 points week one. Comes out and gets two catches for seven yards. Two. I'm lucky I had him in PPR. Otherwise, I would have got nothing for him. <laughs> Can't believe it. It's fucking tight ends these days. Tight ends are They're terrible. Us. Tight ends are killing us. Hey, and Delaney then, Walker's doing really well, though. I'm roster baiting over my man, Deontay Freeman. Ooh. Ooh. Killed it. Just absolutely killed it. Hey, who are you playing? Yards. Who are you playing in that Two touchdowns. Guys? Help lead the team. Homeless Hump Walkers. Defeat Spencer and his shitty team. Is he still the Hilton Rewards? Hilton Rewards, but it's it's bankrupt. I'm about to burn every sure. Hilton hotel to the ground because of Ty. Ooh. I should have roster rage over him, but are you on two? I think you're on two. Spencer. I'm one and two. Um, hey, but a guy that we're talking only about, had two weeks. Absolutely impossible. That's I'm one and one. Whatever. One, one and one. Um, coach, a guy that we were talking about um, that we were both roster baiting over. Ty Montgomery. I have him in another league. You had him obviously this week beating my ass, but. He's uh he surprised me as a running back. He's made the transition. He still wears 88 because he was signed as a receiver. 
It's weird looking to see a number 88 back in the backfield. What have you What have you liked? What have you seen from Ty Montgomery in the running back position? I mean, he's versatile. I, I He took to the system really well, which was nice. Um, and he's developed into a good runner, but I think it's his, his biggest thing is pass catching. He's able to do a lot out of the backfield, uh, come out and give a lot of packages for the offense, which is big, especially since uh, Jordy Nelson going down with the quad injury. Yeah. He's going to be questionable moving forward. Ty Montgomery adds that versatility. You look at like the Patriots too, they also do this. You know, They dressed three receivers this weekend. And they were still able to get done because they have passed. They had a lot of guys hurt too. Yeah. A lot of guys got hurt. So. They were dealing with a bunch of injuries at the end of that game, mm. and somehow still found a way to win. But we'll get to that. But hey. Atlanta's Atlanta's you know rush defense is you know giving up the second most fantasy points to running backs too. Sure. So with that being said, Ty Montgomery should have had a but really good game. What's week crazy two. in that game though is that Atlanta was up all game, so it's not like they ran it a lot. He just took advantage of the the place he gets out of the backfield, which is what which is why he's such a versatile guy, like you said, coach. He's that PPR guy, and that's why I picked him in a PPR league. You want to have a guy who's going to catch the ball a lot, and um, he's really really impressed me. Um, Mike Evans back this week was was nice to have on my roster. Had him on mine too. It's a good feeling. Anybody yeah. else that you guys are, are high on or really low on besides talking about T.Y. Hilton? I just want to say that in my family league, played Uncle Tom this week. Uh oh. Got the W. Yes. 105 to 83.6. We're not going to call him, but I know he's going to be driving at some point throughout the day, probably towards the end of his day when he's had a long day of working and it's like, man, I'm listening to my nephew on his sports buzz. It's a good feeling. And then this part comes on. Remind him you took an L this week, Uncle Tom. Maybe next week. Maybe next week. I think uh, uh, I think some other really good backs though that we didn't talk about. Todd Gurley, Melvin Gordon had really good weeks. James, they, they were sketchy. They were both sketchy at times, but they they pulled it. They pulled dude, it off well late in the really game. Todd, Todd Gurley has been playing lights out. He scored 15 points for me in one league. He had a bad week fumble. one. Bad and, fumble. Yeah, but 15 points is solid for yeah. back oh, yeah. in a non PPR, and then. 22 points this past week. Yeah. Playing lights out. Loving it. Yeah. Well, What about Trevor Simeon? He looked like an all-pro against that Dallas defense. He's leading Gantrich. fantasy points holder right now in a lot of leagues. He looked like an all-pro against Dallas defense. We'll talk about that. Now, don't say that. When we get to our segments. Um, but first, got to hit a break. Give you guys a little music. Um, and yeah, we'll get, get into our segments. Uh, we'll be right back with some more sports buzz. Buzz. Welcome back to the Sports Buzz. I'm your host, Spencer Stolman. We're running a little late on time, so we're going to jump right into our segments. Chad, we got a new segment started off. New segment, baby. The segment is, ooh, got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Guys, Melvin Gordon hurtling the defender, running in for the 20-yard touchdown. Didn't even get touched on the hurdle. The guy went right under him. Melvin Gordon was sitting there saying, ooh, got him in the end zone, baby. Yeah, he ooh, did. got him. I nah. just was, I'm just wondering what the defender was thinking whenever he whiffed on this. Like, was he just like, 
saying, oh shit, like, I don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> like, like it's a, it's the most embarrassing thing ever. It's got to be like feeling like you just tackled a ghost. Yeah. It's, like, it's like, man, I haven't been on SportsCenter Top 10 in a long time, but not for this reason do I want to be on it. <laughs> hey, any publicity, publicity is, bad, is good publicity, right? That's what they say. Not in this case. Not in this okay. one. Definitely not in this case. Fair enough. Wasn't enough to get a victory, hey. though. Dolphins, 19, Chargers, 17. That's because their kicker sucks. Yeah, He's I the suck. only Asian kicker in the what NFL. Is Lee Su? And I don't... Ku. Asian American. Young Ho, Young Ho Su. Young Ho Ku. I was close. Um, he's not good. Yeah. They there was so many Dolphins fans cheering at the Chargers stadium that the Chargers people who run a cannon thought that he made the kick, so they fired a cannon. <laughs> Little did they know it That's was the Dolphins fans cheering. So, <laughs> so they haven't cut him yet. So USC had more fans for the University of Southern California's football game against Texas yeah. than the Chargers and the Rams. Both yes, I did. I saw that. I saw that. That's crazy. It's pretty embarrassing. Getting back to the kicker, though, just the importance of how of special teams, not only in a football game, but also in the podcast. Yeah. So I, I am the special teams <laughs> of this podcast. Well, Melvin Gordon, well, that's why the we only blame one. you for everything. We got we to gotta talk another got him, though. I know that we have another one, and I know he's a tight end. Coach, hit us with the next got him. Yeah, so Travis Kelsey set the tempo for Goddams this week. Yeah, he did. Travis Kelsey caught a little, uh, his little trickeration a little play under, from Kansas yeah. too. It was an underneath cross shovel pass. Oh, that love he a good took, shovel pass. That he took a good 15 yards in the end zone. He saw some traffic coming up at the five. He said, you know what? I'm going to go around this traffic. I'm going to go up and over. A little hurdle, a little bump, a little move. Finds his way into the end zone. Pretty badass. He took a good little lick, too, on the hurdle. He jumped and then got hit by another guy from the other side. But it was a dope jump. Yeah, but Travis Kelsey was young. Got him all the way to the end zone. Got him! Got him! Got him! And after that, he even got penalized with a 15-yard penalty for uh, doing a little bird. Ooh. Doing a little wings afterwards. Well yeah. worth it. If I was sitting here saying, got him, I'd do the bird, too. Wait, yeah. so you can't pretend to be a bird anymore? When did that become a I think role? he was taunting because I, they were playing the Eagles. Yeah. Oh, that'd be taunting. He and definitely a, got a taunting. It was film. also his second celebration. He can only do one per touchdown. He definitely got. Rolls like like rules. rules. He definitely got an unsportsmanlike late hit on the Kareem Hunt touchdown. The first Kareem Hunt touchdown. Had had he just done the wings sarcastically as his celebration, I would have let it go. But two celebrations—that's too much. You only so, got one touchdown. So it was like the key and peel. He's like, <laughs> you only get two pumps. Seven only, points though. Only two hip thrusts. You can't do the third? No. Okay. Can't do the, okay. So what's even the point then? All right. Uh, that our, was got him. Got him. Got love him. It. I love that. Uh, so our next segment is going to be bad example. Marshawn Lynch, Lynch dancing on the sidelines um, as they're beating the dog shit out of the goddamn Jets. <laughs> That's a big daddy reference for those of you who don't. The goddamn know. Jets. The goddamn Jets. It's also now something Barstool has turned into right. quite a bit of stuff. Right, but it's originally from, forget it. Um, he was dancing. I don't know why this is a bad example, because I loved it. But, Ballad, you put it in the show. You thought it was a bad example of, what, class? or it's a bad example of the kids. This is very unsportsmanlike from Marshawn Lynch. Um, he was on his own sideline. Yes, he was. That's legal. <clears throat> he was having fun playing a game that he... Is back in and he lost. doesn't take it seriously anymore, and that's the bad <laughs> example. Marshawn Lynch treats the NFL like a goddamn joke at this point, 
And that's the bad example. There's it's, a guy who looked through the clouds and found it. You just saw a guy who was up by a lot dancing his way on his own sideline. Here's the other thing I saw. If you watched him dancing, they were not good dance moves. That's a bad example. He was having the time of his life. Doesn't doesn't just hear from the fact that his dance moves are garbage. He looks like he's jumping rope, but holding two jump ropes and not trying to jump over anything. It just looks ridiculous. If you're going to dance on the sideline, have some sort of choreographed, prepared dance moves. Not the Joomla Jumbla that we that we saw on the sidelines this week. Joomla Jumbla. I will say this. If that's the time Jumbla. of his life, I would hate to see what his life is like because <laughs> it must be terrible. However, I'm so good with this. You want to know why? Because Marshawn Lynch Not literally... Even not even electrified segment, the whole stadium. If you look at it, everyone in the crowd is going absolutely nuts. They love Marshawn Lynch. He scored his first touchdown as a Raider back in his hometown. Hopefully he stays for yeah. when they go to Vegas because they're going to love him. And I will say, as a Marshawn Lynch owner, I'm good with it. I'm hey, for it. And real real quick, um, you know, we wanted to talk a little it's bit about the celebrations in the NFL. He was celebrating not after a touchdown, just for fun. Um, we had the cream hunt. Sleep on the ball like a pillow, which was great. Um, he said there was the yeah throwing Steelers. dice, throwing dice with the Steelers was a good one. And then the one that really tested the NFL's patience was Antonio Gates' record-breaking touchdown for most as a tight end. There was what? What, what do we estimate? Literally 20, like, 20, like twenty guys, twenty guys on top of him for in sure. the end zone for like thirty seconds. No flag. It was great. This weekend was fantastic for some. I love it. It's so good. I'm so glad the NFL changed that rule. Yeah, they had to. Ballad, what's our number of the week? Greetings. I am the Count. Okay, to bring the Count in for the number of the week. Our number of the week comes to us from the Cowboys-Broncos game, unfortunately. Count, what is the number of the week? Nine. Nine was the number of the That's week. That's the best number so far that Count's given us because of how he's just laughing in our fucking faces. I know, and it's sometimes you gotta laugh not to cry at this one. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott only touched the ball. I'm sorry, only had nine. Nine carries. Carries. For a career low eight rushing yards, which amounts to point, what does it count? Nine. Point nine yards per carry. This would hurt. It was a miserable. This would hurt, Count. I don't know why you had to come in here on a day like this and, and do this to us, but gosh, uh, uh, Count, why do you do this to us? Because I love to count things. Okay, well, let's count something else, guys. Spencer. He can count how many fuck-offs I would give him. Um, <laughs> this, this game was bad. It was tough to watch, and I really just want to crawl into a dark hole and just not exist for a while after watching it. Um... The outside world was killing me. <laughs> and, you know, we have our, our social media meltdown segment in our in our amateur hour. I melted down on people saying dumb shit about the Cowboys who are just... Actually, one was from a that team in Washington. Um, mm. He was one of their fans, which really got me even more heated. But back to the game, they just looked bad. And Dak struggled... Dez struggled. Dez dropped a, a ball. It turned into an interception. Um, Zeke looked like he had no effort. Like like he was ready to to be suspended or something. 
Um, we may have, he may as well have been suspended for this game. It was a, it was pointless to have him on the field. Doesn't count. Uh, it was stupid. It was just <laughs> there was no point of having him. The defense looked fucking horrible. The offensive line looked like rookies again. I mean, they got their ass kicked. And I will say, Denver's defense is really fucking good. Uh, there's no doubt about that. They're really good. But Dallas made everybody on Denver's team from the last guy on the roster to Trevor Simeon. They look like all pros. And that's what I want to say. You know, I, I give you a hard time, Spencer. But in the silver lining, this is a playoff team. Denver, yeah. Denver is a playoff contention team. Um, they look really, really good at home. That's not to say that Denver looks out well when they go on the road. But um, I think we'll find out what's going to happen. I think you saw a little bit of a sophomore slump from Dak Prescott. His his accuracy was just not there. Yeah. The, the pick six to Akeem Talib, he throws inside shoulder on an outside route. That's just not going to get the job done. It, I mean, his receivers did let him down. He let his team down. And I think in the backfield, you kind of got to let down there. And honestly, I mean, why not go to I – mean, obviously McFadden's inactive for the game. but I still don't understand that. I just, I just don't understand what's going on, but it's a fixable thing. It, it's – a, a week off and you can kind of correct things we get, from here. So. We get this is going to be the best wake-up call that Dallas has ever gotten, yeah. and it comes in week two. So these guys either need to step up or it's going to be a long season. Des Bryant is at the forefront of this. He looks old. Des Bryant looks so old, and there's no one else on the Cowboys that can be that deep threat or could be that go-to guy for the Cowboys. So honestly, I kind of attribute this on more of Des Bryant than I do on Ezekiel Elliott. Because if Des would have caught a lot of those passes, it would have opened up the run game. It is atrocious. The, the the receiving core for the Cowboys right now is absolutely atrocious. This is not on Des. It's more on them to open up that run game for him. If Denver's pass rush is, being, is getting that deep, that's the only way you're going to be able to open it up. Mm-hmm. Is by making them drop more into coverage. Yeah. So... Um, good wake-up call. We'll see how we'll see how they respond. That's yeah. what it's about. And, and one one thing that I really noticed is the secondary is very very bad. Um, they played a piss poor team last week in the Giants. Um, you saw how bad they were this week. But Nolan Carroll is worthless. Nolan Carroll couldn't. Spencer could. They're, they're all young, dude. They got rid of everyone. Nolan Carroll is not. Nolan Carroll is not young. He's old. And drunk. And yeah. drunk. He was probably drunk while he was trying okay, to guard Demarius Thomas. Besides Nolan Carroll, who else? They're all young besides Nolan it. Carroll. I get it. But they got to they gotta go. They only had four cornerbacks on that roster, and two of them got hurt. So so what are you going to do? They drafted so many secondary people. I know what you do. You call Aaron Williams worked, on the phone, and you say, yo, Aaron, we need your help, man. They worked, a lot of, they worked a lot of guys out, and he was not on the list that I saw. <laughs> uh, they get Demontre Moore back from suspension this week so they dropped another linebacker to put to fill his spot so got another defensive end coming in hopefully we can get more pressure than we got this week ballad you got anything on this game no we actually we got to move on uh i, I think we could spend the whole show bitching about the cowboys you and loss, I could. <laughs> but you know count we'll, we'll see you next week Fuck you, Count. Seriously. Bring us a better number next week. Fuck off, Count. Chad, what do we got next? And now that the Count is gone, Coach. we can open up the club doors. Join the club, fellas. Tight ends who are hurt. They're joining the club in droves this They're week. They're all hurt. Uh, Texans-Bengals happened Thursday night. The Texans pull out a 13-9 victory. 
mostly off of the legs of Deshaun Watson because this game was a shit show. It was terrible. Uh, they both the, suck. The Bengals have yet to score a touchdown still. Um, this is the longest streak in their franchise history. Uh, they've gone four whole quarters without scoring, or I'm sorry, eight whole quarters without scoring a touchdown. Um, but what all the tight ends wanted to be heard in this game, I believe. Yep, three yeah, concussions three, last week. Three tight ends were on listed injured for the Texans going into the game. They put Fedorowicz on IR. Yeah, yeah just to bring up good. a guy from the practice squad in order to uh, be there for a tight end. That's sad. And they had a fullback workout with him in pregame, yes, just so he wouldn't be alone one on one with the coach for a whole bunch. Um, it was miserable. It was a shit show. It was another sequence of bad Thursday night games. Uh, we move on to the Redskins Rams. The Redskins take care of the Rams twenty seven twenty. But Jordan Reed, uh, looking like Jordan Reed of last year, he's got a chest injury now. Um, he he's questionable at, at best at this point. Um, it's going to be another season. I'm going to drink for this. For fantasy owners to have Jordan Reed, it's going to be an up and down year. If he's healthy, he's a play. If he's not, and he did say the R word a couple times there. there. Ooh. He did say the R word a couple times. <clears throat> so I think that's what he's drinking. No, he was drinking because he's talking about fantasy. All right. It's okay to talk about fantasy. You just can't talk about your own team. Yeah, exactly. Panthers Bills, man, this is a terrible game, coach. It is. Uh, four field goals is what's going to get the job done, I guess, at I this guess point. I guess so. Uh, Big special teams. Game. Panthers win nine. <laughs> Honestly, three field goals. Get Panthers win over the Bills nine to three. Uh, biggest news out of this game, though, Greg Olson, the strongest, oldest guy one on the, this Panthers team. One of the nicest guys in the uh, NFL. Yeah, he's been, a, what, a Walter Payton. Man of the year twice. Yeah, a couple times. Um, Greg Olson. What broken foot, fractured foot? Yes, fractured weeks, foot. And it wasn't even like he got stepped on. It was just, it was just a stress fracture, which is never good. Look at Yao Ming's career after he got uh, the stress fracture. Yeah, luckily Greg Olson's not seven feet tall. Seven um, six, but yeah. but he's going to be out for six to eight weeks. He's going on the IR to come to return. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. And then of course the Patriots win thirty six to twenty over the Saints. A little bit of a scare late in the game. Gronkowski comes out of the game with a groin injury. Um they say it's not serious. Gronk is saying it's not serious. I gotta believe them when he says that because when Gronk is out, Gronk is out. And he seems to be healthy by all accounts. Um it's nice to have Dwayne Allen behind him on the depth chart. Um, a veteran tight end who has dealt with pass catching from a guy like Andrew Luck before. Um, so it's good to have somebody like that behind him, um, but hopefully we won't see him out for any long period of time. Yeah, but it's huge because Amendola was already out for this game. Uh, Chris Hogan, Hogan and, Philip Dos- and Philip Dorsett got hurt. I don't know what they're going to do for a wide receiver moving forward. Edelman's already out for the year. Brandon Cook they- can't get open on a number one It doesn't TV. even matter what Cooks does. He is shut down every play. He is like the Randy Moss of this team. He's never going to get anything going. So if you have him in your fantasy league, get rid of him. Mm-hmm. That hurts me. Honestly, get do, rid of him. I do have him. It's absolutely terrible. So I, you know what? I really hope that these guys come back strong because it's always good to see the Patriots get beat in the playoffs. I will I will say, Coach, um, you, you said you're not worried that Gronk says he's good. You know, Gronk's come out and said he's okay to play, and then he gets hurt worse. And then he's out for the season. So he's shown history of having these season-long injuries. This wasn't one that I thought was a season-ending. But it's it's almost like it piles on to him. And I know he stopped. He says he stopped drinking and partying and all that. But um, 
Maybe that's his problem. Maybe he needs to get back to drinking. Well, I mean, you look at it, dude. I mean, he's come out and said, if you're going to beat me, you got to hold me. You got to beat me up. You got to do things to me. And the teams do that. They will take the penalty time to time to to rough up Gronk and kind of put him sure. put him on the ground and stuff like it. that. And it happens quite often. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's the nature of his game, unfortunately, and he just gets banged up in the process. He's the I most mean, athletic tight end in the NFL. Unfortunately, because everybody's like chest higher or shorter, so that what are they hitting? They're hitting his hips and his knees. Hips like, and knees. They're taking out things that are problematic for what his back and his knees, the things that have been the problem in the past. So um, I, I got to think that Gronk just knows how to take care of his body and knows how to listen to his body. And if he says he's good to go, yeah. we're good to go. And even with all the injuries, you know, your Pats still get a big win against the worst defense in maybe the history of the NFL and the Saints. So 36-20, good win for you guys. Hey, guys, this is a little hanging fruit, but it's pretty appropriate that on his 69th career or career yeah. touchdown, he hurts his groin. 69. I mean, he could be done. He made it for tire. retiring, yeah. He made it for tire. Low-hanging fruit, but worth mentioning. Where are we going next? Next, we're going to uh, go back to coach with the troll move. We're going to troll move. Uh, Joe Thomas got his 10,000th consecutive snap this weekend. Um, But I'm going to hand this off to our producer, Ballad, because our producer, Ballad, was quite active on Twitter this weekend and uh, delivered quite the troll move for us. I was on Twitter this weekend. We had a at HLong73, a Hunter Law. It actually turns out that... Uh, he is a former offensive lineman for the University of Georgia. Uh, he posted a picture that pretty much said the great accomplishment that Joe Thomas is about to achieve. And uh, I tweeted or replied to it saying, huh, maybe he's the problem. <laughs> no secret that the Browns have not been good since 2007. And uh, he hit me with a, a quick little gif, you know, hmm. Buzz Alder, or who, who do we call this guy? Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. Buzz Lightyear. I went for the real, uh, the real astronaut. I said, there seems to be no sign of intelligent life here. Not sure if he could tell I was joking or not, so kept going. Last time the Browns won 10 games, 2011. Joe Thomas only consistently sent. 2007 is what that says. Whatever, since. Just saying. And then Hunter tried to drop me with some football knowledge, and I just had to hit him with a, it's a joke. So, Spencer, just wanted to bring this up just to show you what it looks like to get trolled. So, next time you're on social media, you can see the signs as they're happening. That was good. That's that's a funny that's a funny move. You did well. Uh, that's why I stay off Twitter now. So, It's a dangerous place. I messed up once and I'm never getting back. Twitter, one thing I found out is Twitter is a dangerous place. What did you mess up on? Oh, you remember when he fed the troll? The, the random oh person. my gosh, yeah, you should have I've been staying away. Yeah, I've been staying away. We'll get you back. Yeah. Um, Alright, let's get into first impressions and make let's, our picks. Let's do it. Let's do it. Our first game comes to us from San Francisco. We got the Rams traveling, where they're a two and a half point road favorite to San Francisco against the 49ers. Spencer, we'll start with you. What's your first impression? Two and a half point favorite for the Rams. They're going to lose by less than a field goal because their kicker can't kick. Well, that's the Chargers, but still going to go with San Francisco. I like them. Uh, coach? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go opposite of the guy who doesn't know what he's talking about. I'm going to go with the Rams. Yeah, that's probably the right pick. You, that's my philosophy as well. Give me the Rams all day, baby. Yeah, just pick everything opposite of me on this, and uh, you'll probably do fine. San Francisco's at home, right? Uh, yes, they are. Oh, yeah, give me the Rams. Because there'll be like 12 people in the stands. Could be. 
uh, expert, right back at you. We got the Broncos as a three-point favorite traveling across the country to play the Bills. Um, is it travel enough, or what do you think? Oh, yeah, pleasure? Broncos are going to cover that, definitely. Um, I think the Broncos cover as well. The Bills look like garbage. Uh, Coach, first impression? Give me the road team again, taking Denver. And Spencer, what about yourself? First impression, Broncos-Bills? Three points? Three points. Jesus Christ, if the Bills score three points, they'd be lucky. I'm taking the Broncos. Okay. Just need to hear it explicitly. Hey, right back at you. The Falcons travel to Detroit, where they're a three-point favorite to take on the Lions. What is your first impression? That's a tough one. The Lions look really good. Um, I've been impressed with the way they've played. I still think Atlanta is playing much, much better. Their offense is really, really flowing right now. So, yeah, Atlanta is going to take that one cover. Coach? Hopefully I won't be raging on Austin Hooper again next week. I'm going to take Atlanta on the road. I'll take the Lions in this one at home. They seem to be working in the right direction. I'll take the Lions at home as well with three points. And we split. All right, we next have the Texans traveling to play the Patriots where the Patriots are a 13-point favor right now. Chad, is that enough points for the Patriots? That to is a terrible stat line, uh, especially with all the injuries. And as of the information I have right now, I'll take the Texans to cover that. Ooh, very interesting. I'm going to go against you. I'll take the Patriots here. I just haven't seen enough out of the Texans and Deshaun Watson's first trip up to play the Patriots on the road. I don't see it happening. Coach, what is your first impression? Um, I like where Chad's, Chad's head is at. Um, Deshaun Watson makes me nervous because that style of quarterback is something we do struggle with. Um, I think both these teams are really banged up right now, so I feel like it's going to be a little bit low scoring. Um, however, I've watched Houston go to New England, and it has been a disaster for Houston. I'm going to go with New England. Spencer? I'll lay the points. Yeah, I'm, Patriots. Abs- I'm absolutely going with New England. I'm taking all those points. Laying all those points for the future for so. that. But they're horrible. They're horrible. And Tom Brady's going to shred them. Doesn't matter who's out there. Like Rex Burkhead. Fancy awesome. Pants McGee could be out there, and he'd still go out there and have 100 yards receiving and two touchdowns. Yeah, guys, Spencer, drink, drink, drink while you think, because we got a right, right coming back at you. The Saints are going to travel to Carolina, where they are a six-point dog against the Patriots. What is your first impression? Panthers minus six. You Shouldn't he have to drink for all yeah, the time? I mean, you should up? drink yeah, every you time. You should drink for that. This is Carolina Panthers, not the Patriots. Did I say Patriots? He said Patriots. Yeah. Sure did. Yeah, yeah, if you guys would have been on time, I wouldn't have to start drinking. Ah, anyway, okay, yeah. and now I get to get excuses. Excuses. Regardless, regardless, um, uh, I'm going to take New Orleans. I, their defense is bad, but Carolina's offense has not shown me anything yet. How many points are we getting here? Four, six, six, six points. I'm taking all of them, baby. Give me New Orleans. Saints are minus six or plus? Plus six. Yeah, On baby. Road to the yeah, Panthers. baby. Panthers look horrible. Uh, coach, first impression? Um, I'm going to go ahead and drink because I got Kelvin Benjamin, and I'm going to be riding him this week. Give me the Panthers. Drink up, big dog. I like the Panthers at home, too. I like Cam Newton to have a good game. <laughs> I hate his stupid hats, um, but I like them at home. See if they can't. Win by a touchdown. Uh, expert, first impression? I'm going to have to take the Saints and the points. <clears throat> um, I really think that Carolina is garbage right now. I don't see this being a high-scoring game. But if it does, Drew Brees can make it happen. 
Christian McCaffrey is going off in this game. If you have Christian McCaffrey in any league, fucking start him because the Saints about are dog shit. They're hold on, fucking hold on, trash. Hold on. You can say that, but Cam Newton couldn't even hit him for a wide open touchdown. So, it, I mean, I, I, I just don't understand that at all. That philosophy is garbage. Garbage. We got to keep going. Next game, right at you, Chad. We got the Chiefs, a three point favorite. Traveling to take on the Chargers in San Diego. What is your first impression on that? Yeah, Chiefs got this one. Um, I'm going to take the Chiefs and lay the points as well. Uh, Coach, what's your first impression? Lay them down like a dead dog, six feet under. Put, give me the Chiefs. Spencer? Oh, got the, got, I don't know what he just said, but I'm Got the guts to be a contrarian here? Not at all. Chiefs. <laughs> Chiefs it is. We agree. For three points? Give me a break, man. Yeah, for real. That's way too low. This garbage. Um... Aren't they both, uh... Uncle Mike? The Chargers are 1-1, one one, right? Yeah. No, they're 0-2. They can't kick field goals. Uncle Mac might have to get involved in that game. He might have to. Uh, <laughs> Raiders are laying three points on the road against the R-Words. Uh, Spencer, what is your first impression? Raiders by two touchdowns. Ooh. Uh, coach, first impression? Raiders, Redskins? Raiders. <sighs> Raiders are a favorite? Oh, yeah, by three. By three. Oh, Marshawn Lynch dancing. Three? Yeah. At Washington? Um, biggest question is Jordan Reed. If he's not in the game, it's not, it's not even going to be close. Uh, I'm going to go with Oakland by more than a field goal. Who? I'm just not going to... I'm not going to root for the, the R-words. Oh. <laughs> I'll take the Raiders and I'll lay the points. Chad? So the Redskins found success running the ball go ahead and this past game. game. Chris Thompson. The R-Words found success running the ball this past go. week. Um, it was running back by committee. Uh, Raiders defense is a whole lot better than that. Give me the Raiders at least plus 10. There we go. Our last game, Monday Night Football. The Cowboys travel to Arizona to take on the Cardinals. Well, the Cowboys, three-point favorite in this one God on the road. Damn it. Chad, what's your first oh, impression? Oh, yeah, Cowboys. Uh, Carson Palmer looks God, old. Larry Fitzgerald looks even older. Uh, give me the Cowboys all day. Yeah, I got the Cowboys by 10. Coach? Uh, David Johnson is a game changer for Arizona. Without him, they're just very flat. Um, you may see some big plays downfield for Arizona, but i still taking Dallas. But they got Chris... Dallas? Yeah. But nice. they got Chris Johnson. They signed Chris Johnson, didn't they? CJ2K. Don't be, don't be like... a dick. Don't be a dick. Chris Johnson, what was he doing? Like, sitting on a yacht? And they were like, hey, we need you to come run the ball. He's like, okay, let me stop uh, smoking this cigar and put my bottle of champagne down. I'll be there in a minute. Yeah, put his grill on. So you want the Cardinals? No, I'm definitely taking the Cowboys. They're taking the Cardinals. If my dad, if my dad, every time my dad fucking bets on the Cowboys, we lose. And he texts me Sunday morning. He's like, I bet on the Cowboys today. And I was like, fuck, this is not good. That's why I do a service to both my teams. I never bet on them. Yeah, don't do it. Shit like that happens. Don't do it. Got All it. right, let's get into our nightcap. Nightcap. Sponsored by Strangeland Brewery. Chad took all road teams in this. I love it. Um, Most. We'll quickly talk Good boxing. Um, did anybody watch the Canelo Triple G fight on Saturday? If you didn't, this is all you need to know. I have no choice. I've been in this business 40 years of my life. Where am I going to go? I've got nowhere to go. But if 
I did, I'd get the hell out of it. I'd get the hell out of it. I'm sick and tired of watching these fighters. They put everything on the line. They get in the ring, they come out of the ring with less of themselves physically than they had when they went in. And this gets done to them by a bunch of cowards at ringside that never took a punch in their life. I'm sick of it. For y'all to know that voice, that's Teddy Atlas recapping the decision yeah. after the Canelo Triple G fight. It was widely publicized. Well, and this he, fight was fucking fixed. He and he and Stephen A. went at it, and Teddy Atlas said, "Why why this fight was was decided the way it was?" He said, "Follow the money, mm-hmm. follow the money," because I found out that there's a rematch clause. If Triple G had won, no rematch. Oh. But if Canelo won or tied, there's a rematch. So, obviously, there's a reason why. Boxing is a joke. Canelo um, whooped his ass. I mean, it was a good fight. It was a close fight. But I think Canelo won this thing clean. You're out of your damn mind if you believe that. I know people actually watch boxing all the time. It's fine. And Triple G won that fight. He was chasing Canelo around the ring the entire fight. From round three on, he was chasing him around, whooping his ass. Okay, well you can say Canelo won. I don't. Yeah, but it's not eighteen to ten, Canelo. No, no, no way. I mean, there's, there's absolutely no way, no way. Made in this fight that it was that lopsided. No. This wasn't a without drop. a knockdown. This wasn't a draw period. No, no, no. And and honestly, what this tells me is that you can't bet on boxing anymore. When the fight has already been determined, you cannot. Put your money on boxing. I had a buddy in my office had a five-fight parlay that went draw because the last fight he missed. Like, can you imagine, like, sitting through an entire five-boxing bout, and then on the last fight, it goes to draw, and the whole thing pushes? Oh, I'd be furious. Well, boxing's a joke, but um, we didn't touch on this at the beginning of the show like I meant to. Um... Lost a huge member in the Sports Society, Sean Adams. We're going to do that in the amateur hour? I'm still going to do it in this show as well because we missed it. It, was, it happened after we recorded our show last week. So, Sean Adams, we lost a good guy. I'm going to finish the show just like I'm going to finish the amateur hour with a couple of my favorite quotes. Do something good for somebody today. The people who are making this world worse are not taking days off. The dream is free. The hustle is sold separately. Good work. Peace!